Welcome to Board Games Are For Losers, a podcast where two friends with the same name talk about everything board game related and introduce new players to the hobby. And now, here are your hosts, the biggest losers in all of board gaming, Darren and Darren. Welcome to Board Games Are For Losers. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm also Darren. And on this episode of the Double D's Drive-By, we will be talking about a few games that we've played recently. Uh, But before we get to that, we have some major podcast-related news. Uh, Dayron has recently been released from prison. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) So congratulations on that. (laughs) Thank you. I was wondering where you're going to go with that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we should, you know, the name of our episode, The Drive-By, it was was created during the pandemic, right? When we, and the idea was that we wanted to do quick episodes and everybody was doing these stupid drive-by birthday parties. Yes. But we also support drive-by shootings. Is that correct? Is that the name of our, okay. That may or may not be why you were away for the past few months. (laughs) Listen, I just, you you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to (laughs) do. So as we hinted in the, we kind of, discussed in the past episode or two our schedule of recording has kind of been screwed up because Dayron has been away uh you were gone for what two or three months i forget three months yeah three months yeah so you've been away for three months and that definitely affected our ability to record regularly not that we ever recorded regularly anyway (laughs) (laughs) right i don't in fact it actually might have helped because i had nothing better to do (laughs) yeah true (laughs) if we would have just got on the same schedule um. yeah so it it was tough and it definitely affected the us releasing episodes recently and then of course when you got back after being away for three months um you should have ignored the family and just caught up on podcast episodes but you didn't i you know that would have been a good idea i really (laughs) i wish i could rewind a couple months back and tell them to go pound sand right like, to- we, we got to make up for lost recording time <laughs> it was hard i i don't think uh i think how we understood danique was not so understanding that i didn't schedule an immediate game day upon right. coming back <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think she's angry <laughs> and i yeah and i knew like all right once you get back you got a few weeks before we can get back to regular podcasting so so that's fine if people thought, you know, we're wondering why uh, we disappeared for, I guess we haven't released an episode in like two months. Sure. Um, so we didn't disappear. Uh, Dayron is free. He's back. Um, we have a lot of content uh, to come. And uh, hopefully we can start recording and releasing it more regularly. Although we'll never be that podcast that released every every other weekend because that's just not going to work out for us <laughs> yeah <laughs> stupid jerks that do that <laughs> yeah but you know what they i didn't realize this but surprisingly uh next month is four years that we've been doing this podcast no way yeah <laughs> i know it's shocking it, it seems like uh something we just every few weeks be like oh yeah we got a podcast we should probably record something <laughs> That's great. Does that count? No, does that four years count the two years we talked about doing the podcast, but we were just waiting to get a laptop? Yeah, we did. We talked about Yeah, you're right. We talked about it for like two years, and then because we didn't have a laptop or a microphone, and then we got that, and then we spent like a year, I wouldn't say practicing, but kind of fleshing out some ideas and doing some dry runs, right? God, this uh, is what we sound like with practice? That's terrible. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy it's been four years. And I, you know, I know there's a lot of these podcasts that are very... um professional right we're not one of them i I yeah you're right (laughs) yeah i mean we don't we're not making money from this we do this for fun we release it when we can and you know we do it because we enjoy it it's it's fun um so that's kind of why we've had these uh schedule issues it's not the main priority of our lives but uh, this is not your primary job no (laughs) (laughs) okay well i shouldn't have quit mine but surprisingly, we've kept it going for four years, and we have a lot of great fans who've stuck with us, so we appreciate that. Um, and, you know, we're going to get back to some regular contact uh, content unless uh, Dayron violates his probation, and then we might be on hiatus again. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's hard. It's hard living that thug life. <laughs> so um, so today, even uh, we have a bunch of other stuff we're going to record, but we're going to Catch up with a Double D Drive-By if you haven't listened before. That's where we talk about three games each. 
Uh, three games that we've played recently and that we might not otherwise talk about on the podcast. Um, generally, they're games that we kind of recommend or we think that uh, people might like to hear about because they might want to purchase them. And at the end of that, we actually do have another uh, listener question of the day. So let's not forget to uh, okay. do that. <laughs> like, like a legitimate listener that I've yes. never met before that, and I'm not making up his his name like legitimately it's a real yeah, person it's a good one so if you if you do send a question you will eventually get it answered so. yeah the, the, he sent this in 2017 so that's <laughs> <laughs> so all right so the, our three games uh Daron, do you do you want to start you have three games sure picked out? actually one. Yeah, i was just double checking because i thought i had played one of these with you and i but i didn't so i'm sorry okay. i've t- i mentioned this one before so i'm going to start with that one um, and that is So Clover. Oh, that's one of my three. Okay, I'll switch. <laughs> no, that. no, that's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. We talk about it. it. It's a good one. I think we should talk about it. Because All right. I'm going to switch to the one I know I did play with you. But why don't you start with So Clover? Then? All right. Well, so Okay, so So Clover. Um, I think we mentioned it briefly before, maybe. I don't know. But it's it's came out last year. It's one of those word-guessing uh, games, uh, kind of like... Uh, code names, uh, just one, I think that type of game, mm-hmm. except that it puts its own unique spin on it where it says so clover because you get a plastic clover, like a four leaf clover, and you put uh, the cards are all words, and you put um, four cards, one on each leaf of your clover, and then you have to give uh, uh, clues for the pairs of words that are next to each other. So if two words are adjacent, you you write one word. Oh, and the clovers are plastic, and you can write dry erase marker on them. So you write right on the clover yep. the, your clue. Then you take those cards off, and um, you shuffle them up, add in an extra card or two of random words, and then the rest of the players, it's kind of it's a cooperative game like just one. The rest of the players have to um, put the cards back on the clover in the way that that you had them. Yeah, uh, it's kind of hard to describe, but I mean that's the gist of it. Yeah, it, uh, it's one of those games that I love these types of games because it just leads to arguments. Yes. Like, how did yes. you not know that I was thinking this random thing? Yes. I'm, ta- I'm talking to you, Danique. Um, that oh. I'm thinking this random thing, and I guess this word to connect like keyboard and window. And yes. It's like, we and it leads had, to fights. Yes, we had that. We played just last weekend, and the same thing. It's like what, that makes no sense. Why would you write that word? Like you know, and it's fun. Um, it's easy to get into. I mean, to me, it's kind of replaced code names. I, I don't. I think. I, I mean, yeah, code names are definitely a good game, but it's been around a while. To me, this is better, and and it's newer. So yeah, uh, there's that. I would I would say Codenames is definitely a little more, you think a little bit more. Yes, This is true. much yeah. more like Just One, where it's, it's yeah. anybody can pick it up. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not as, I think Just One's a li- even more simple, but yes. it's, it's just it that is, vein, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a little, it's, I, yeah, I agree. I think it's between Just One and Codenames in complexity, but I think it's just the right amount of, you don't have to think too hard. It's funny. Uh, it's easy to teach. Um, every time... We've played it. Uh, the people we've been playing with, you, you bring it out, think, oh, we'll play one or two rounds. They're like, all right, one more, one more. Okay, yeah. let's add one more card. Let's add two cards. Like, let's make it more challenging. And we end up playing four, five, or six games in a row. Yeah. Um, you know, one time we had our, our friend uh, Rob and his wife Katie over. We usually warm up with a game like that. And we ended up playing So Clover the whole night. That's all we played. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's such a good game. And, I don't know. It costs twenty five bucks, maybe. Yeah, twenty or twenty five bucks. Yeah. So, um, really good game. Uh, check it out. That's one that we'll definitely be playing. Great filler game. Uh, really fun. So, so clover. So that'll count as my first game. Okay. Fun, since I have. I had a good idea. You might have said that. So. I just kind of randomly put that in there because I thought we played it together, but then I realized we didn't. But no. I, uh-uh. May I share two quick stories about So Close? Sure. All right. So All right, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> okay <go. laughs> These are ones you're going to hear. Want to hear. <laughs> All right. So we were playing and Lorelai, my wife, had uh two words 
hand and stroke. What do oh. you think she put as the word for that? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what she put. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a kind of an easy one to get, yeah. uh, to connect. So we, we introduced this game um, to a couple of uh, neighbors who don't really game much, but we've played a couple of different party games with them. Just one, um, um, Deception Murder in Hong Kong. Uh, I yeah. really liked it. So we busted out So Clover and the husband, Frank, he tends to think dirtier, just kind of, yeah. kind of like Lorelai, but yeah. he tends to think <laughs> dirtier. So pretty much all of his clues are related to genitalia. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's just what happens. So he the one the one uh, uh, game he puts down the word Wang, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. On the, in the pile of cards, there's Chinese and pole, and I was mm-hmm. like, how could this not be? the correct answer right chinese pole it has to be a wang yeah no not at all it was like something totally different it was like restaurant and something you know something very yeah. piece. i was like frank you put down a genitalia clue for every single one except for this one <laughs> and that's what makes the game fun is sometimes the, the you're like what was in your head when you wrote that clue and like that's the fun of it and you're like you know and sometimes because you mix in an extra card sometimes that card really screws things up because it's it matches the word that they wrote down sometimes better than the the, the original card so you know there's always that factor too so um it's really good i i like it a lot it's always funny and yes like you said leads to arguments about what were you thinking <laughs> yeah absolutely all right so. I, my first game so this is one we did play together now that i remember and it's also one of those argument word types games and that's mystic paths uh, so yes we did so, play that yep yep so when we got together um we played this game um and it is a word guessing game a cooperative mm-hmm. word guessing game and essentially you have a bunch of words in a grid and you have a secret path that you're supposed to take your character through this grid of words and you have to try to get everybody else to guess what that path is by giving them clues with other word cards so if the word i needed to get was like um abraham lincoln and i might have cards that adjective cards like honorable so i want to mm-hmm. so like that's where you want to go i'm going to put honorable goes to abe lincoln and not sushi or something right. like that yes yeah so the only problem with this game as you know is the theme is so horrible yeah it's like it's yeah. like your elven warrior wants to wander through no just yeah it's just a word game you don't need a theme on it but yeah I thought it was fun. I, I've I've enjoyed it. It's a little more complex for sure than a So Clover or just one, but it's very much in that same theme. It's cooperative word guessing game leads to arguments. Yeah. A lot of fun. I really like it, and it's the, the fact too is you don't have to come up with the clues because you're giving them on a card. You just have to match the card to a word, and sometimes it's a stretch, you know. And you know nobody can blame you when you you know, have cards that don't work, like you just got to go for, you know, what with what you have. So I, I like it a lot. I, I think it's got, in fact, it's one I've considered buying after we played it, but you have it and, you know, we have so many of these word guessing games. It's like, all right, I'll play it with you and I don't need to buy that one as well. Maybe not. I mean, if I see it really cheap, I might, but I like it. It's yeah. really good. It's a little more pricey than your um, your so clover and just one. I think it's thirty or forty because it's just okay. bigger. It's yeah, it has it's a more bigger board. Involved. Yeah, yeah, but it's the same type of game. So that yeah, that one was a good one, and um, yeah, I'll bring it over every time because it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely great. a fun time. Yeah, it's really good. What's it called again? Mystic Paths. That's right. You're some elven weirdo wandering the forest. Yeah, weird name for a word guessing game. Same as So Clover. I guess it's supposed to be So Clever and it's a clover. Haha. You know, but. Oh, so I didn't even know. Okay, <laughs> you know, fair, but, fair. but, you know, the names are. Eh. So my other one is another, I think, horribly named game. Oh. Um, it's just, uh, you know, like Mystic Paths, whatever. This one I think is worth. The game's called. Brew. Do you know Brew? I, I have you've seen it. it. No, what do you I have think not it's about? It. I've seen it. Um, beer. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not about beer <laughs> at all. Like that's what it's. That's what's so bad about it. Everybody thinks it's a beer game. It's not. It's called Brew, but it's a game about 
saving f- animals in the forest and <laughs> foraging for berries. Why? You, well, because with those berries, which is a small part of the game, you can brew potions. But it's about taking oh. over <laughs> the forest and training animals in the forest. It, it's, but it's called brew. Like, ah. It could have been called Mystic Pass. That would have made more sense. <laughs> like, you know? uh, so. Now, did you did you buy the game because you thought it was a beer game? No. Or? So, so this game, um, uh, I I played it. Danique bought it last year, last summer, when we went up to the Poconos. It's a game she brought. Oh, yes, and that's where we I saw. played it, and I I really liked it. And then. Um, a funny story. Funny. Another. Here's a good story about this game. So I liked it, but I was like, eh, you know, it's cool. I'll get it eventually. So I put it in one of those games I put on my wish list, right? Mm-hmm. So like a miniature market is where I buy a lot of games. So I had a wish list there. And it went on sale for like $22 or something. And I think normally it's only 30 anyway. And it's really nice production. Great dice and all this. Um, and um, so it finally went on sale for 20 bucks. So I ordered it with some other stuff, right? So I order it, and then the shipment never shows up for, like, oh. weeks. Then the tracking number says, um, I forget what it said, something, but, like, basically it's a loss. Right? Okay. So so I call Miniature Market, and they refund my money. But now it's not in a sale anymore, right? So I'm like, eh, I don't yeah. want You know, what? it's like I saved, like, $8, but I still am like, eh, I don't want it. So I didn't order it again. Lo and behold, that box of lost stuff showed up like five months later. What? <laughs> just randomly showed up. <laughs> and it just completely random showed up and it had brew and whatever other games I ordered at the time. Oh, one was a copy of Micro Macro, which I already had because yeah. I bought it. So like I gave that away and stuff. So, but brew is the one that I hadn't already bought. And so I got brew for uh, free for free. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it's still a bargain even at $30, but what it is is you're it's almost I'm not going to call it a war game, but it's kind of a tactical strategy game. There's forests that come out in different colors and you roll dice <clears throat> and you place those dice in these forest cards and you try to be the person, it's like area control. You try to be the person with the most dice on a forest in the end of the round to gain that forest and score points and when you place the the, but you can manipulate the dice using these potions that you can brew oh brew okay yeah that's (laughs) yeah that's the thing and you can uh, have these creatures that give you bonuses and the potions give you bonuses and you gather resources to basically uh, kick someone else's dice out of the forest or stuff like that so okay it's not overly complicated. You could teach it to somebody in five to ten minutes. Setup is quick. The box is relatively small. A really, really good game. Um, I don't think it ever... I think it came out last year. I, I don't know that it's played all that often, but it's really good, especially for the price. I, I really like it. If You'll have to play it sometime uh, with us. Um, we've played it a few times in the last few weeks, and Annette's not a huge fan of it, she says, because it's the tactical strategy is not really her thing. It's kind of like how you're you're trying to outmaneuver each other on those oh, those yeah. four spaces to take over the area to get that one extra dice at the last minute. You know, the last play. Okay. Um, so it's kind of that. So that's why I kind of say it's a war. It's not a war game, but it's like a this tactical strategy of like I'm going to boot your dice out right at the end of the round, and I'm going to get that forest. So. Gotcha. Yeah, that doesn't, I mean, I'm not an area control, like, that tactical type game is not generally my thing, but there's some yeah. games, there's some area control games where I, where I like. I'm surprised she didn't dislike it because of the name, and it's she didn't feel like she was actually brewing potions. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it doesn't feel like you're brewing potions. I'm really, <laughs> uh, I'm just, uh, just really confused by the name. But, it should have been but called Dice Fight in the Forest. It could have been, been anything, better. anything, <laughs> anything else. <laughs> okay, and you got it for free, so that I got it for free, be- and uh, but even at thirty dollars, I recommend it. Uh, I think you can probably find it at twenty five bucks. So, so brew, check it if check it out if that sounds good. It's a very light area control type game, but. Really nice components and good art, and it's fun. How long does it take? Uh, probably like an hour. 
okay. 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, that's right. what's great about it. You know? Four players, up to four? Yeah, it plays know. up to four. It okay. sets up in three minutes. Like, you know, you can read the rule book in probably five minutes. It's not complicated. Well, really I, can't, I can't read. So, Well, yeah, that's a problem. But. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I'll try that. I'll try that. that yeah, you would like it. I think you would. Yeah, yeah, I think you, me, and that Lorelai play it, you'd like it. So. Oh, oh, you think Lorelai would go for it? I think she would. I think okay. so. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, I like. Let's it. brew. All what right. you got? I'm gonna go yeah. back. I'm gonna go back into a little bit into the Wayback Machine here because this is a game I bought at PAX three years ago. What was the last time we? You didn't go the last time, but no, I did not go the last time. Two and a half so. years ago, or whenever yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, and I bought it on a whim because it's the same company that makes uh, Parks. Uh, Keymaster uh, Games and makes campy creatures. Right. Yeah. Um, so this game is called Space Park. Have you okay. played? Yeah. We. I, we. Yes. It has the gems and a little rocket ship that you move around the yeah. track. Yeah. So it's a very simple game. And, and mm-hmm. actually, my family we played a lot as a family. Like Jacob and I played it a lot, and, and Emma plays it now. So I don't even know what the theme is. You're uh, building. You're building an amusement park in space or something. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Whatever it is, it's essentially you're trying to collect cards by turning in resources to match those cards. Kind of a simple card collection, set collection game. The The cool part about it is there's essentially seven actions around the board. And there's these rocket ships that start off on three of those different actions. And the only actions you can take are wherever that rocket ship mm-hmm. is. So you don't have like a player pawn. You have essentially an action token on these three spots when you take that action you move the rocket ship to the next one in the circle and then the next player goes the turns are super quick essentially you're basically collecting gems picking up cards or buying those cards and there's a couple of other things but you can't you have to kind of plan you have to interact with the other people whatever actions they take are causing you to have to adjust your actions Mm -hmm. because you can only do three things each turn right wherever those rockets are. So it's it's cool. I don't think I've ever played a game quite like it. Um, the art's cool. The components are nice. It was 20 bucks. Yeah. And it's relatively it's, small, too. Yeah, small box. Yeah. It takes maybe 20, 30 minutes yeah. or so. Um, and yeah, it's not, it's not the most complicated game, but it's actually, uh, we keep on playing it. Every once in a while, we'll bust it out um, huh. with the family, and it's a, good, it's a good family weight game for sure. Yeah, I played it when you got it at PAX. We played oh, it there. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, that's the only time I played it. Uh, but I liked it, yeah. And I think I, I, I remember it, and it sounds uh, perfect for, like you're saying, like a family weight game or a quick game like that. So. Yeah, and it's good to introduce for, like, re- I guess it's resource collection, resource management sort of style yeah. of game. And, yeah, for 20 bucks, you really can't go wrong. The art's, art's great. So that is Space Park. Yeah, and you've been playing it for several years now, so that's, yeah. always like, that's a good sign. Yeah, We just busted it out when we went uh, glamping uh, last weekend. I was going to say, that's probably a good game to bring camping. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, it's <laughs> got heavy components, although the gems might get lost. But yeah, we so we weren't camping. I'm going to correct Uh-oh. you. We were glamping. Uh-oh. <laughs> so it, just as a quick side note... Um, this we went to uh, West Virginia, uh, the New River Gorge National Park, which is awesome. But we got we didn't get a cabin, we got a glamp, oh. a glamping tent, which is nice. It's a canvas tent, but it's like a sixteen by twenty foot room with electricity, a table, beds, and everything huh. like that. But that's it. I mean, you still have to bring other camping gear. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I brought my stove. I brought my you know, yeah. I brought my hammocks and everything like that. But so we played that when we were glamping inside our tent when it was raining one night. That's cool. That's perfect. Yeah, nice. it was. It worked out really well. Oh, very good. We have to do an episode of uh, Games to Bring Camping because yes. I, I don't know if we talk about it here a lot, but you and I do a lot of camping. Yes. Uh, a lot of times together, too, with the families. Before we had kids, we camped a lot together. So, yeah. Uh, we do have to do that. That's, uh, That'd be a good episode. That's a good idea, yeah. Uh, probably nobody will listen to it. But <laughs> <laughs> Wait, people people actually listen to this episode? Oh, all right. Um, all right. So since you stole one of mine, I have... Um, I gave it back to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, you gave it back. Okay, so you're <laughs> going to do an extra one. So then I have yeah. one more left. Yes. And this is one we've... Uh, I know we've mentioned recently, but I haven't talked about it too much, and we've been playing it a lot. So... Um, it's Azul Summer Pavilion. Oh, okay. Uh, I know we mentioned we've mentioned Azul before as one of our uh, great outdoor games. 
Um, the last, well, last night and the last two times I played Azul Summer Pavilion was outside. Um, in fact, um, two times ago, um, a, a big thunderstorm was rolling in. We were playing in the afternoon, and Annette was taking very long on her turns, and the thunderstorm got <laughs> closer and closer. And literally, I got the cover on the box about a minute before the rain hits. So. <laughs> that is the ultimate. You know how we use, you used to have the bell to ring when somebody's going too yes. slow? Yeah, when the yeah. lightning hits, that's yeah, the you, bell. You, you could see it coming. She's like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, um, so um, Azul's Summer Pavilion is well. First of all, if you don't know Azul, it's a <clears throat> you pull tiles out of a bag, and it has a really cool mechanism where the tiles go in the middle, and you can choose <clears throat> either all the tiles of one color, and then they're on like spaces. But then the other tiles in that space have to go in the middle, or you could choose uh, from the tiles in the middle. So if you're choosing from the spaces, you're essentially giving tiles potentially to the other players. And then everybody has their own player board and have to put the tiles in a in a format to score. Like, you know, you got to put all the red tiles in a diamond or a circle, and then you score points based on where you place them. Uh, you know, it's... um. Very similar to Azul, but I think it's it's just so much better. I don't know. Not that I wouldn't play Azul again, but I would always prefer to play Summer Pavilion. It's just a little more forgiving, especially for two player games. Mm-hmm. Um, you're allowed to. Have you played it? Darren? Yes, I actually okay. played it. I played it with Annette when I was over the other. Oh, time. that's right. She told me. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've been playing a lot recently, and um, we played it last night. Um, and so it's a little more forgiving, especially two-player games, but it's just a little more, I don't know, to me it's a little more fun. The, the How you place the tiles is a little more fun. How you place them at the end of the round. I don't know. It's hard to describe the differences. I don't go into detail, but for me it's just better than Azul, and I really like it. I think the difference mainly is is the flexibility you have. With yes. Summer Pavilion, you, you have a lot of different options. In, in Azul, you're essentially putting them on a 5x5 five five grid. Whenever you finish a row of tiles, like you have collect four reds, you yeah. put the, the one red in its spot on the board. In Summer Pavilion, you have... It's like circles, right? It's yes. kind of like flower petals. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And you That's can put way. your tiles in like 50 Anywhere. different yeah. places and get different points because... You yeah. place them in a different pattern, so it, it's definitely more flexibility and yep. less cutthroat for sure. Yes. I found. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really like it. Um, so if you're looking to get Azul, to me, Summer Pavilion is the one. I know there's other ones, but I haven't played them all. Um, any of them are great, though. Even the original Azul is great. We used to play that a ton. I just don't think I'd go back to it i I would play it again but um i just this one is so easy to play and so much fun so yeah i agree i've played it twice now i think and i have a very hard time separating the rules from it uses a lot of the same mechanics as regular azul but it's a totally different game strategy wise so i'm like Mm -hmm. i do the same things i would do in azul and i screw up bad yes they're very similar so uh, you know um i don't think i'd want to own both um, no, I don't think so because I think you're going to play one over the other. You're going right. to like one more. I'm yeah. just checking to see if Annette beat me because that would be. I beat I her last night by one point. I don't know if I'd be able to live with game. myself. <laughs> oh, she did beat me. Oh, 91 to 87. Ugh, uh. that's terrible. <laughs> I'm, th- this podcast is over. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and also, I think Summer Pavilion has a lot more strategy options, which I think is cool. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think it's it, pretty straightforward. Azul, regular Azul gets a little repetitive. It, yeah. And yes. And it's harder to understand the scoring for a new player. This yeah. one's pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Although I've played regular Azul like 60 times. So I guess I'd, I'm not a good judge of what's repetitive and what's not well this is what i mean they're they're great games like even the original one it's still a great game but this one to me just brings it to a different level so it makes it more accessible all right so. i like it good choice thank you that's uh my three okay so what do you have all right i got my replacement because you stole mine okay all right, all right. <laughs> you, re- you ready for this mm. one holly jolly mm. <laughs> what <laughs> 
It's made up. I don't even think this is a real thing. It is a real thing. And it's actually um, by a company, two designers. You have one of their games because I saw it last time I'm over there. Um, You have, you have Stellar, right? Yes. Stellar. Just got it. Uh, In fact, um, Lacey got it for me. Okay. Um, And we played it and I really like it. Yeah, so these guys, um, they have a bunch of different games, like several card games that I own. So this is the third one I own. And their okay. thing with their card games is, you know, if you've, you've played Stellar. Yeah. Have you played have you it? played Stellar? Yeah, I have it. Oh, I didn't know you had I yeah. had no idea. I didn't know about it until Lacey got it for me. I never even heard of it, and it's great. So everything in the in the games they do always have like a unique way. It's a they're always card drafting, right? Mm-hmm. And then like tableau building, they have a unique way of drafting the card. Like in Stellar, you, I, I, it's been a while since I play it, but if you pick one thing, it causes you you have to pick the inverse number, or yes, something like that. Yeah. It's always got a unique way of yeah. drafting cards, and I love what they do with their game. So I saw when I was at. Tantrum Con when I was away during my but uh, my my prison time time um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I went to Tantrum Con and I saw this new game by these same designers Holly Jolly it was ten dollars at a at a booth so <laughs> Holly Jolly as you might imagine is a Christmas themed game <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so it's a it's just it's strictly a deck of cards or a bunch of cards and. The way it works, so you arrange the cards in a Christmas tree. Like, it looks like when you put it on the table, it's a Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, and the way you draft cards is there's two types of cards. There's there's uh, tinsel and there's lights. And there's there's three cards in the middle. Um, and those cards are either tinsels or lights. And they might have numbers on them, three, four, and zero. You take a card and you place it on one of those piles. And now whatever, if you place a tinsel card, you add up all the numbers on the tinsel cards now. So you might have eight now. And right. then you have to pick up the cards, uh, a point scoring card that has the number eight on it. So you have to oh, you have yeah. to think about you have to do it's similar to Stellar. Yeah. Yes, you have to mm-hmm. think like okay, if I place this card on top of this pile, this is going to give right. me the number eight. Now I can pick up this ornament, and it's all right. about set collection. Like you score five points for having five stars, you know, like that right. hang on the Christmas tree. Um, or if you don't match any of the numbers, you get a stocking or a present from below the tree. Very <laughs> thematic, um, very cute. It's got like a BB gun from the Christmas story wow. as one of the presents. Is there a cat card that eats the tinsels and pukes it up? Oh, no, there is <laughs> and not. That's what it needs. <laughs> it does, it does. Um, there's a there's a, there's a a Krampus, which is some sort of like... Yes. You know what a Krampus is? Yes, Kramp- uh, Krampus is a Christmas monster. Oh, I never heard of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I, my, because I bought it there, it came with the Krampus expansion, which is just yeah. one card that... You know, it's it's a Krampus, and it gives you minus two points. It's like a Bigfoot with Christmas. <laughs> yeah, he looks. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. It's it's, it's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. So so when I when I started playing this with the kids, with Jacob and Emma, and they absolutely loved it. We played it like ten times in a row. Um, oh, that's it's, cool. It's quick. It's fun. It, it's enough for us to be able to play it. And I I just love the games by these designers. Uh, yeah. The other one I have is Sub Astral. Which okay. is is a multiplayer. So Stellar's two player. Subastral yes, goes yes. up to five. Um, okay. Great, beautiful art on it. Huh. Thing like that. But but Holly Jolly is very much easier than either of those two games. But a lot of fun. Very. Oh, that's cute. cool. Wow, yeah. interesting. I didn't know they even designed other games. So that's, yep, that's yeah. No. Yep. Awesome. It's Holly can... Jolly. All right, there we go. <laughs> so those are our. Double D drive-by games that we've been playing recently. Um, And now, before we forget, we have a listener question. Yeah. so, So exciting. So we got an email in December of 2019. No, I'm just kidding. It was, it was, 20, it was 2021. Yeah. From we're a little behind. We're a little behind. Yeah, I remember seeing it, and then I forgot. And you were gone right after that. So. Yeah, my prison yeah. sentence started. Yeah. So this is from Joel. I won't give his last name because I don't know if yeah. they wanted me to give last names. But So he wrote to us. I'll read a part of his email, then I'll get to the question. He says, hey, Double Ds, a quick thanks for the podcast. I find it entertaining and dangerous to my pocketbook as I want to mm. buy most of the games discussed. Good, good. And then he says, <laughs> I bought The Crew on a whim last month after hearing it on an episode. I think you talk about The Crew. Yes. Or we've talked about The Crew before. Yeah. And then he saw it in a local shop. My wife, my daughter, and I are very much enjoying it. So I, I thought that was a really nice message. And then he yeah, that's awesome. um, goes on to ask a question um, for us. 
He says, what house rules do you have or have come across that have really enhanced a game or conversely destroyed it? Hmm. Interesting question. Thank you for that, Joel. This is a really interesting topic that um, actually we never really discussed. And um, I, I think when, for me, so before I answer the question, let me uh, pontificate how I feel about house rules. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Turn, <laughs> um, you skip ahead five minutes. I, I'm, I, don't have, I, I really don't have a good answer to this question because I, we don't do a lot of house rules. Like I, Rarely. I, I mean, I'm a kind of a believer that, you know, I trust in the designers a lot of the games that we buy, and I figure, you know, the rules are the way they are for a reason, and they probably play-tested them enough uh, to determine, no, we want to stick with the rule this way. And if I play it one or two times and I think a rule is stupid, it's probably because I haven't really understood the game fully yet. I mean, that's my take. So... If it's a game we played a ton and maybe there's a variant or something we don't like because, you know, say, for instance, you know how some of these games have, like, um, some of these uh, random event cards yes. that mm, all of a sudden you lose all your stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. If we've played that the game a few times and that card has made people mad three or four times, I'd be like, you know what? Let's take that card out. You know. Um, but beyond that, I do. I do have one. I okay. Will, I will tell you the the one that we did do, and it's kind of not all that exciting, but. Um, one of the original games we played very early on was Carcassonne. Okay. And the rules in Carcassonne is the tile placement game. And we loved Carcassonne. That was one of our top games we played for years. Before we met you, even. We just played Carcassonne like crazy. Um, and one of the rules in Carcassonne is you don't draw the tile uh, until it's your turn. All right. First of all, you draw tiles out of a stack. We got a bag, and we put them in a bag. That's oh, not a, that's, that's, that's not a big yeah. That, that doesn't really yeah. count. No, I, I don't think you got to do that. <laughs> but in for years, we played by the rules. Now I don't. This is we had the like, first version of the game, so I don't know if the rules have changed. But then some. I played a game in a game night somewhere, and somebody was like, "Oh, the house rule is you you draw the tile at the end of your turn because." Now the game goes much faster. Oh, so it's just a simple a matter of it's like oh, simple, you don't have to wait. You can you kind don't of start wait planning. to draw your t- yeah. You plan yeah. So in a four player game, by the time it comes back to you, yeah, maybe somebody blocked that one spot you really wanted, but most likely you've already figured out where to place your tile, and the game moves much quicker. Um, I don't know in the newer editions if they've made that a rule. By doing that, it does change. You know who might how many plays a person might get or, you know, it might end the game. The tile might uh, run out before you get one that you should have gotten. So eh, no big deal to me. Okay. So that's the one I will always play that way now because uh, it just makes the game so much faster. But it doesn't inherently really change the game that much. So Okay. No, that's a good one. I think, I mean, that's a that's not a bad, just to speed it up. Like, it it's just to really speed change. up, but it's just okay. a more of a... A quality of life kind of change that I think uh, I, I don't think I'd play without anymore. But it's not. I don't know if they ever changed the rules officially. I'm not sure. But okay, I think one of your house rules should be don't play Azul in a lightning storm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Telling yes. that to hurry up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So one of my house rules. Well, you know my main house rule. Is never mm. play never play Spyfall in my house. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that is the primary house. That's rule. true. So I just thought of it. I have four different ones that I've done, and these are all pretty minor. I just thought of the fourth one as we were talking. Wow. So we went over. So the first one I'm gonna go with, this is kind of cheat, is the game Downforce. So you've played Downforce mm. or you've sure, yeah. it's a car racing game where you bet. Now there isn't a there's kind of an official variant. So I don't know if this is a house rule, but when you play with kids, it says just don't get just don't bet. Don't just don't place bets. Right. You just play cards and you it's the first to to win so we did that with the kids when they were younger so that's kind of an official it's not really a house rule so i'll call that uh yeah we did that with a few games when i was introducing the kids to it like yeah that's fine yeah you kind of just play it just simpler version um the one we definitely 
I think this is a house in Orleans. Now, you, 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 you know Orleans. Oh, I know Orleans. You better yeah. not ruin it. You no, it make me angry. I think this is kind of a widespread house rule. It's there's one building card, the one level one building card where you get to draw an extra chip out of the two extra chips out of the bag and mm-hmm. keep one of them. Right, and it's too overpowered. It's universally pretty much considered too overpowered. So. Every time I play Orleans, I take it out of the game. I I think we play with the expansion, and I think the expansion changed that. Mm. I think. Um, so I, I know what you're talking about. I know the expansion modified a few of the original built in one or two of them, and I think that's one of them. So okay, so I think I think that's the expansion. Uh, I forget which one. Trade and intrigue is the expansion that we play with um i think that changed that okay well so far joel we're doing a terrible job of answering your question so yeah <laughs> uh, no but i do have <laughs> but I no have- no that makes sense if you don't have an expansion i could see that yeah yeah it's and, just- and and so so for me that's a house rule that is universally people are like yeah after thousands of plays of this game it's been decided that this is probably too overpowered or broken and so much so that the designer in an expansion fixes it. Okay. And if the game never got an expansion, but it's still agreed that this is overpowered by lots of people, not just you on your first play, well, because so you lost. You're saying <laughs> I, ch- I changed the designer's <laughs> yeah. mind is what you're, you're right. saying. Yeah. So, so, yes, I agree with that type of house rule. Okay. Excellent. All right. My next one um, is for Galaxy Trucker. Now, this, you know, obviously, this mm-hmm. is my favorite game. Um, so... This has got a really steep learning curve, as you know. It's a very yeah. hard game to play with somebody who's never played because mm-hmm. it's chaotic. It's real time. Um, so there's there's two sort of variants you can do. Now, the, the, uh, the, these are, I think, discussed on the internet, so it's not like I came up with them. But the first house rule you can do to make it easier for new players is is take the time element out of it. And there's yeah. there's essentially like a a way to draft tiles with a point scoring system. So you do it turn by turn, you draft tiles and put them on your board. The problem with this, and it's how it's done in the app on, on your, you know, iPhone or your iPad. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a turn-based thing. It takes forever. It makes a yeah. couple hour yeah. game even longer sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a house where I don't use a lot. The one we do for when I started playing with Jacob was, um, I would use the expansions, the content, which would, there's like these cards that just throw everything into chaos. Like, oh, every time you flip, you know, roll a number seven, your part of your ship blows up. Right. And I would only have it apply to me. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so that he would, it's essentially handicapping. I say that's more handicapped than a house yeah. rule. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like a known, like it, it's kind of a, a out there that that's how you do it, but it's yeah. not an official rules yeah. thing that I know of. Or maybe it huh. is, and now we're terrible at answering Joel's yeah. question. So. Huh. Okay, no, that's good. I mean, neither of us, though, have any house rules like, when we play Dominion, we play with, we you draw six cards instead of five. Like, oh. none of that. Well, you funny know. you should say that, because <laughs> my, my last rule is a completely made-up one that I decided on my own, and it's very similar to what you just said. Oh, boy. When well, we it's, pl- it's, it's, it's not Dominion. It's, no, it, it's, it, made, it made the game 150 times better. 150% better. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fireball Island. Uh-huh. Um, so when you play the game, you only get two action cards. Right. And we found that just sometimes there's just not enough to do. Like you, it, it's two cards that you, um, you know, have to launch the tiger and no one's in your, you know, in, in a place where you can launch the tiger or drop a fireball on them. So I just simply made it. You have three action cards Ooh. and that's it. And it made the game, you have so many more options. You have 150% more options every This is turn. where I'm going to call shenanigans. No, nope. <laughs> uh, trust me, I played this game nearly 50 times now, and I, I can tell you it's 100 times better with it. One extra action card. I mean, yeah, I, I can see. Is that an, an official variant or a variant? No, anyway? no I just did you it. Just decided? I just did it myself because oh. I was like, we would we get into situations where like, well, I have these two action cards. And doesn't really apply because I can't hurt anybody or do anything to anybody. So I was just like, well, why don't we just draw three to yeah. start? And then you always have three. What is it? It doesn't make a difference. Everybody gets three. Gives you more choices. 
I could see that if you're because that's a fun game, and if you're trying to just introduce more calamity, yes. right? Then that's cool. Okay, right. If you were like, okay, in Orleans, we're gonna start out everybody drawing six tokens out of your bag. No, that yes. ruins no, the game. No, I didn't. I didn't change <laughs> the. I didn't change the mechanics of the game. It just give you. If you're still doing one action, you just have to choose out of three actions as opposed to two. I no, think that's, that's okay. fair. Yeah. yeah. And and here's the other thing I got to say about house rules. If, if you like it, play it however you want. Like, if you like the games with more calamity because you have three cards and there's more options, then play it that way. Like, I, I have no problem with that, you know. Um, what I don't like is, you know, people who you play a game with the first time are like, oh, we're going to play this way because this is how we play it and we're like well we don't play it that way we play by the rules or you know or somebody who teaches it this happened to me yep they teach you the rules they don't tell you that their house rule is not an official rule and then you learn like a year later yeah you're like, going to that's teach not how it. you do it yeah. <laughs> like well that's how i learned it so it's not my fault <laughs> see and i'd be curious because i know some of our listeners will probably have more either positive or negative experiences with house rules hopefully negative ones because i want to hear yeah. some good ones that, but yeah. i just couldn't think of any that We've come Those across good. like that Those have been good. negative. I haven't heard of Yeah, it no, no, we haven't been negative. It just um yeah, I mean we don't tweak the game that I much. thought of one just as Uh-oh. we were thinking of it. Okay, I got Uh-oh. I got a negative one. This actually no, this is good because last Jay's basement con, um, you didn't go to it, Annette went to it. I think right. I talked about this, but we played werewolf again so again this is good you you know my experience with werewolf yes. where a guy called yes. me a moron the first yes. time right? yes yes so this time that was we, the best day of my life that, put that in there the guy stood up yelled at me and walked out of the room <laughs> um so this time when we played it was a much better experience uh um, darn it um so uh, but I was I was one of the werewolves, and we were playing. And you know, each break you have to you just kill off one other person. And um, it was me, um, a, another girl I'd never met, and Jay was actually the other werewolf. So when we were deciding who to kill, we we're just like pointing. It's like oh, just the ran- random some guy across the table. Like I kind of knew what he knew him, didn't really know him too well. Um, and when he woke up and he told he was good, he got really upset. <laughs> and I was like, okay, dude, this is just a game. And then somebody was like, no, you're not supposed to eliminate him because he ran another deduction game last night. And like he was in charge. He put a lot of work into it. So when you go, you, it, it's, it's known that you're not supposed to eliminate that person in a totally different game than right. next day because <laughs> he did a lot of work running a separate game. And I was yeah. like, well, I couldn't say anything, of course, because then I couldn't out myself as the werewolf. But when when it came down to it, that's how they figured out two of us were werewolves because we wouldn't have known that rule because we weren't there and we never played oh, with that yeah. rule before. So I was like, that's ridiculous. And I yeah. told him that afterwards. I'm like, well, yeah, you made up this rule about – so why would that person even play this game? Right, Cause, yeah. Because they don't get eliminated. You can't eliminate <laughs> right. them. They're just sitting there going like, well, I'm safe. So that pissed me off. That was a house rule that I thought was ridiculous. It wasn't explained beforehand, and then I had no way to undo it or defend it after it happened. Oh, that's funny. That Yeah, that and that's kind of like a, a meta game, like something happens between games and uh, from one game to another. We don't do anything like that, but I will. One example just brought to mind another house rule we have um, is the first player of every game is the winner of the last game. Yeah, that's our that's that's, that's a, a good that's a good house yeah rule. that's a house rule we've used since forever. Yeah. Um, so if we're playing, we have a game night. Uh, you know how every game has a silly first player rule. Our rule is. Whoever won the last game of the night uh, is the first player, and yep. so and and we even look up who won the last game in the last game night to see who's usually to start the night. Um, and if if it's a completely different game, we might do a random thing. But that's that's our house rule: is who um, 
who was the first player who ever won the last game. See, that's, that's what we've be, always used. Because uh, they're always so stupid. It's like the last person to, yeah. uh, you know, hike the Himalayas. You're like, yeah. stop it. It's like yeah. no one, or no one's ever done thing. that. No, our rule's always last winner. So uh, we've always done it, and that's just the way it is I, okay. for years. <laughs> I did get a new game where the starting condition is the shortest player. Ooh. Because you're, you're playing as dwarves. So like, <laughs> that's pretty good. That yeah. might be offensive. I'm not yeah. sure. But <laughs> that's so pretty good. You and I are never going to go first. No, we're never going to win. <laughs> it's cooperative so i guess it doesn't matter <laughs> well actually we came up with some pretty good house rules i think uh, oh, i'm sure werewolf one now i'm angry i'm so mad yeah, at that, that is that is i can't funny. believe i didn't tell you about that so i will absolutely refuse to play werewolf anymore i won't do it yeah because now crazy. it's two i played the game twice i got called a moron and then i got <laughs> i got called out in the game because i broke a rule i had no idea this guy was practically crying i yeah. uh, i think uh, and he was so uh, upset i'm like what is happening it's not your fault like it's because some rules <laughs> um so that's good uh joel thanks for the question it's a really good one uh everybody else uh we will eventually get to your questions so if you have a good one Please uh, email it to us. Um, there, there's no other questions. Joel was the only one, and he's that was a, <laughs> <laughs> no. Bill has some, and Alexis has a few in yeah. the queue that we really need to get to. Yeah, we, we yeah we we've been doing pretty good, I think, about answering some questions. So, um, so coming up, um, one thing we decided to do um, is we're gonna go back and do an episode where we give our both of us give our top. 10 games of all time yes uh, that'll be coming up soon one of the next few episodes i i because i get asked that all the time like what's your top 10 games and you know i really don't know i mean i know when we did our episode zero i think we listed our top five games and that was yeah. four years ago so it was uh, a long time ago yeah, so people ask us a lot, and I'm like, I don't really know. So I think we're going to officially do an episode where we uh, talk about our top ten games, and that gives the listeners a chance to kind of understand uh, where we're coming from to see if they might like some of the games that we like. I, I swear to God, if you put Spyfall or Spyfall 2 in your list, we're done. This podcast is Ooh, over. We're getting divorced. Spyfall is... <laughs> no, 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 no. You it's know, not I a like top Spyfall. No, it's All a stupid right. game. It's not a top it, 10 I game. don't think it'd be in my top 10. Good. Uh, <laughs> Good. Top 50 for sure. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll allow that. <laughs> yeah, top 50 for sure. So, so we'll do that uh, maybe not next time, but coming up soon. Uh, that's going to take a little preparation. I think it's harder than I, I thought. Um, so we'll do that and hopefully be back to releasing episodes uh, a little more regularly. More than once every back. other month, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, we have to do preparation for that episode? I don't, I'm <laughs> out, I'm out. <laughs> so that's it for our Double D Drive-By. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, and if you have any house rules, please send us an email. I'll check it in a couple weeks um, or tweet at us, however you do that. I don't even know how you do that. Yeah, or yeah. In, can you Instagram people? Instagram it. Do, do, we have a, <laughs> do we have a TikTok? I feel like no, we have a TikTok. I guess we're going to have to start that. <laughs> what, do you, what do you even do? I don't know. Anyway, send us a message, however you feel you should. Yes, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Sayonara. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more information about the podcast, check out www.boardgamesareforlosers.com. If you have questions that you want answered on the show, or if you just want to tell us that you still think we're losers, you can email us at boardgamelosers at gmail.com. You can chat with other losers in our forums over at boardgamegeek.com by visiting guild number 3300. And don't forget to check out our amazing board game photography on Instagram by following at Board Game Losers.